Good afternoon. Oklahoma, where the wind comes running down the rain. Oklahoma. Look how normal I am. <clears throat> Look how connected I am to the common man. <clears throat> Oklahoma, where the wind comes running down the rain. So Nadler says the riots in Portland, they're a myth. Yeah. Yeah. None of this is surprising. None of it's surprising. That guy's tiny, huh? That's one tiny person. Did you hear China started requiring a health app now that you can't go anywhere without a green code? Yeah, I saw that a couple months ago. They were already pushing toward that. Um, that's the whole, like, push. I mean, all the, the technocrat retards and the, um, you know, the Bill Gateses and the, the big companies who want these smart cities... Um, they want it all encompassing. They, they want to catch up to China in every way. But China is super utilitarian, you know. They're very utilitarian. I mean, they're, they're so utilitarian that their L's and R's are the same. I mean, they just did that on purpose. But that kind of like... Uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who fall for that stuff here where they they live in the big city and, you know, if they want all the goodies and all the pragmatic convenience, they're going to have to abide by the, the same system, which in some places will be that, uh, that green code, red code. You know, it's just like uh, James Calhoun's utopian rat experiment that I covered a while back where, you know, they track every single movement and transaction and they, they can put constraints on movement, mobility. That's what Bill Gates wants. He even said so in that interview. Um, but it's all to push a larger paradigm um, uh, of economics. It's not just control. It's a, it would be uh, naive to say, you know, it's just about control. You want control because it also, you can then implement new products and services that are, um, that only exist within that new system, that new smart city, internet of everything system. And there's a lot of investment in new technology like that. So this is a way of doing it all at once. Not only do you reset the uh, fallen economy, you can then transition into digital currency. You can get rid of coins. And then you can create a surveillance state using health as a Trojan horse. Um, and then once things seem healthy, you already got everyone on the system. And then you just use it for other means, you know what I mean? So, uh, Bill Gates is get off the interweb. 
Article 1, Section 8, Clause 5. I don't know what that is, but everyone look it up now. If China was Christian, forget about it. Yeah, they have a bit of a... Definitely their ideology plays into what they permit and what they're okay with and not okay with. I mean, that's just the reality for all of us. Everything we go toward or argue for has an underlying um, philosophy or ideology. And um, it's pretty much a moral claim. Like we're all just running around assuming some sort of moral claim. Don't they revolt? They don't need a revolt there because they like they like it. They oh, you give me you give me a better noodle. Okay, I wait to get shopping. I wait to go shopping. You say you make better noodle, so I wait to get. I wait for green right. I I wait for green right. You say I go, and then they get judged if they if they transgress the gr the green light, then they get. Uh, like a hit against them on their social credit score, which is essentially like what we have here in the um, in the bully virtue market, where you you know they take away your check mark, or you know they fire you or don't let you uh, get kick you off Patreon. Um. There, the government decides the social credit score. Here, the corporations decide the social credit score. And then the media just props it up. And then the right media pretends like they don't have the same social uh, credit system in place. They do. They all, they all have a line at which someone can't say certain things. That's why you... Uh, all of the... PragerU memes and video and audio with Owen Benjamin that was connected to PragerU is literally non-existent anymore because they too have a social credit system. I mean, if you really think about it, even your ideal world, your your ideal scenario of a society would have a, a uh, whether it's government or enforced by just so social, you know, by the community, there is a, there's a social credit system going on. So I'm not actually opposed by the principle of it because it, it just exists. That's how, that's how we operate. It's just that who is operating it? Who is the arbiter? Who's making the rules and who's enforcing the rules? I think uh, at the community level, you know, even at the family level, those rules are enforced uh, extended family, community, uh, work. I mean, work has always been that way, you know? But the Chinese, they don't care. They don't want we vote. They want what work. Lower crime, that's good. Don't matter if I can't weave. It don't matter if I can't weave. You know why? Because the crime reduce. If no crime today, I wait till tomorrow to go get noodle. Makes total sense. From a pragmatic standpoint, sure. Why not? 
Hong Kong has only nine COVID deaths. There's no COVID deaths. It's a pretty genius plan. They just like, they're like, how many deaths occur in, in what category? Okay, how many of those deaths can we borrow and just lay over the current season of those deaths and just call it COVID? Enough? Cool. Great. Wait, how many, how many heart-related deaths that we can use this year for COVID? 600,000? Oh, that's pretty, that's a lot. We can't just use those though. Is there anything else? Yeah, lower respiratory deaths, 150,000 a year. Oh, cool, we'll just draw from that bank. Anything else though, if things get a little weird? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, pneumonia, flu, other, other issues, you know, other issues. Cool. Well, cool, I think we have enough. I think we have enough categories and enough deaths to pull from. And if we just layer it and market it as COVID, then uh, as long as you know we put enough fear into people, then uh, people won't question it. It's just like their plan was genius. Yeah, it's been in a in it's been documented this plan for so long. You know, if you actually read the Rockefeller 2010 lockstep scenario written then. I mean, forget the even the the event 201, you know, because that can be justified. Someone can always say like, no, they're practicing. They had to practice. But the specific document lockstep by Rockefeller, uh, it really goes into the intent of using a pandemic uh, to seek authoritarian control. It's it's overt. It's not some theory. And they and they're involved, you know, they, they have their COVID systems that they're trying to sell, you know, their tra contact tracing systems that they've in, invested in. That's why it's so important to understand the existence of psychopaths and how it's not only, it's not only possible, but highly likely that people in those positions are, uh, from our perspective, from the peasant class, they're psychopaths. Psychopaths. Thanks for your art, bro. You're you're welcome. <clears throat> How do you avoid being vaxxed and microtripped? It's all going to be consent-based. If you want to play on their beast system and you want their carrots and their shiny things, uh, because they will make it comfortable. They will make it comfortable. You will get the they're going to expand the Trump dollars. It'll turn into something else. They will give you the free arcade money to play your arcade life. Uh, it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be a certain money kind of thing that you can, I think it'll be the face as I uh, discussed last uh, stream. Uh, people always talk about the figurative or literal mark of the beast being a chip. No, it's not the chip. It's your biology the chip is just is hardware, but why add hardware if you have your face, if you have your external biology, your, your uh, heartbeat and whatnot, um, to participate? So, you know, you can say no to vax. There's going to be enough people who say no to, to have some for forced Moderna vaccine that causes excru excruciating pain in 80% of the people so far. Sounds good, Bill. Liquid Billy, Liquid Willie. Uh, so you just say no to it, um, <clears throat> and or you say, okay, I'll take your vaccine. Just show me the proof uh, and show me all of the information about it. 
and then uh, they're forced to disclose all the shit. So, uh, but mostly it's going to be a split, a long-term five to 10 year process of uh, them building their smart retard cities that are based on compliance as currency. Your participation uh, requires you operate these ways. So just take, um, take all of the private companies' policies, right? Oh, if you want to play on this, if you want to be on this thing, you have to participate and realize that those people are allowed to arbitrarily make up the policies in order to terminate you. Do you notice that when you say, well, how did it violate hate speech, right? It, well, they just say it does. They don't have to justify it. So just take that model, right? And then pretend that an entire city is owned and operated by a company, which to some extent it already is. They just have partnership with the government. But let's say the whole entire city and the standardized system of operation, economically and socially, uh, physically, geographically, uh, in, in transportation, everything you can think of, every operating mechanism for your life, your daily life, is owned by one entity, okay? And now, and now transpose that online policy, you know, tyranny, the arbitrary, uh, tyrannical policy that they can reinvent on the go. Now just apply that to your daily participation in these smart cities. That's the future. So the way out of it is don't participate and stop convincing yourself you need to be in the cool city with all the cool happenings, you know? The difficult choice is live a more difficult life, but a simpler life. And the trade-off is you're um, detaching yourself from a, a convenient life, but a complex convenient life where you're just a node, you know? And that's, uh, that's the future of that stuff. So saying no, you're not, you can't say no to like the fat guy in Walmart who goes into Walmart and he's like, I'm, I'm, I, we went to the moon and I'm free and fat and this is America and I don't need to wear my American flag face mask in here. I'm a paying customer. You're basically begging to be part of the beast system. You're, you're saying, I want to be the number again. Please make me a number, but don't make me do your things. Don't make me do your song and dance. That's a dumb place to stand because you're just arguing for your own s slavery. You're just asking for a different uniform. Like, don't make me wear a mask, but please let me, you know, be a part of the Walmart uh, conglomerate. You know, I'm, I have a right, you know, I have a, I'm a paying card. I have a Costco card. Look at, here's my ID. Here's my, my photo. It's like, why? You can't argue for both of those. If, you, if you're in that position, you're not seeing the wider picture of what's actually happening. Um, the mask thing is only upon you because of the dependency, the long-standing dependency on massive companies. And... Um, it's not that easy to just wean off. I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, it's simple, but it's not easy. Uh, so, you know, that fat, fat ass who, who's demanding they let him on, let him into Walmart without a mask. And he's this fat ass on one of those like, uh, scooters that pushes him around. 
I mean, that's just a funny, funny dichotomy there. How do we ask a question? I forgot. I don't know. You go into the little face thing or whatever. Something like that. The solution. No song and dance. True. But the suggestion. War. No, you got to leave. You got to be. Yeah, you got to leave. No, there's going to be a. It's not so. It's not going to be so easy. That's why community uh, is so important. And that as you move away from this standardized system that they will implement. They're not even going to be really good at it, by the way, but um, it will start in the central cities, in the central locations. That's why they that's why they demolish those. That's why the Democrat leaders know um, the UN agenda. They're in on it. The co even some of the cops might be uh, and the local city level politicians. Um, they know the future of their UN agenda is smart, smart cities and uh internet of everything and a resource-based economy. So what they're going to do is jeopardize the categories that are bleeding money through pensions. And those things are gone. Uh, uh, cops, pensions, teachers, pensions. And then they can justify the new implementation of whatever those new standard systems are. You know, Owen Benjamin had a great... Uh, point today that like he was saying you know the teachers the schools are putting up all these images of like the fiberglass little cubicles you're basically turning our kids into little s s prisoners and there's a you know a potential um, intent to that to make to justify the dismantling of public schools and redesigning it with the new uh technological paradigm that they want to to create and almost having people having teachers just get away from the school and being like I'm not doing this shit it's too dangerous this is dangerous I might die and also I'm not teaching under these conditions etc and then they do they're doing the same thing to the police they're trying to you know the long term is federalizing police but on the short term at these at the smart city level which is all in their plan, um, you know, it's to sort of do a mock corporatization of police. The same way like Disneyland has its own, its own police and it's literally its own state. It has its own government. That's the, the way they want to go. That way they can actually police according to their private social justice policies. And if it's privately owned... The, the more freedom they have to enforce social justice policies. Cause, but it still requires consent living there. It requires a bunch of retards being like, well, civil liberty and constitutional uh, liberty is not that big of a deal. It's just a piece of paper. So it's like, whatever, were, it's all racists, you know, anyway. And then they just sign over to be a, uh, a person in this new economic system where they just sign it all away. They're like, of course, dude, we need to be sustainable, sustainable development. How can you disagree with sustainable development, Jim Bomb? It's like, don't you want to be, you know, on the right side of history? Well, that just requires me, you know, you know, sacrificing some of my liberties in that pursuit. And I'm willing to do that for the greater good. There's a lot of people who think that way. Um, 
And that's why culture, um, heritage, religion, um, traditionalism, these, these things are so important. Globalism, even um, this authoritarian technate style that starts at the regional level, um, it's, it requires the diminishing of long-standing traditions. That's why, um, that's why someone like Soros and the open society, they, they just constantly try to do open borders everywhere. Because if you just, I mean, think about it. Take Japan. Let's just pretend a quarter of Japan is gone, the, of their people. Let's not. Let's imagine not. Let's just let's just imagine uh, millions and millions of people from different cultures and different places just go right into Japan. Like they just get injected all at once. There, that will dilute Japanese culture. That will saturate, and it will. Uh, basically atomize it and it'll just kind of like wither away slowly and so that's if you want a one world government if you want a one world system if you want a, a, a city that operates on one ideology one uh, the ideology of efficiency let's say the ideology of pragmatism utility then you can't you have to have people operate as a node, as a as a stateless component in a computer system, um, immaterial concepts like ide ideology, love, religion, uh, God, dignity, uh, cultural practices, ritual, uh, customs—all of these things that are culturally—they're uh, glued. The glue is culture and tradition and family. You you. You uh, th these things transcend uh, the the government law, the the law of the the man's written uh, hand, and so uh, when you when you want one standardized system, you can't have cultures, you can't you can't have traditions. These are to these technocrats, these are useless components. They're in the way. They're social lag. They're they're in the way. You know, they're they're in the way of efficiency. They look at it like, why are you doing this ancient thing, this ancient practice? Why are you, you know, these things are silly. You know, they don't give you any productivity, you know? What are you doing? And so that's why family uh, and culture, traditions, foundations, religion is so important in uh, just for, they, they are important standing on their own uh, because in the end you, you're either going to be a part of a family or you're going to be a part of a sort of pseudo corporate government, uh, you know, 1984 Brave New World kind of fucking thing. You know, and the only way to combat that is to maintain the immaterial values. And uh, that's the dichotomy of materialism versus, uh, you know, metaphysics and, and uh, those things that transcend the material that we most of us still base our our values on and material stuff love laughter compassion forgiveness honor dignity um all of it those ideas don't exist in a material strictly utility mode you become a and that's why 
that's why the mask thing is so uh, aggressive is because we know that there are people that treat us and look at us like numbers, like literally numbers. They don't even see our faces. So we're already faceless to a lot of people. Now, <clears throat> these psychopath motherfuckers want us to be faceless to each other. We, they want us to not see each other's faces, to be faceless numbers, beings. Because we're numbers to them. And I'm talking about people who operate and make policy and make uh, agendas for the world uh, based on looking at charts of people. Charts in number form, not faces. Not, oh, they're, uh, they're, his name is this. He believes this. His values this. Uh, he, he, these were his goals. No, 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 no. They're playing Sims at a, at a massive level, you know? And uh, you really got to wake up to that as a reality. You just can't, uh, if you just rest on, no, you're giving people too much credit. I'm not, I'm not arguing how effective they're going to be. I don't, I think they're failing, by the way. Um, but they're, that intent, that, that intent exists. These people, you know, they write down their plans. You can go and read them. So, psychopaths. Psychopaths. Yeah, the new school rules are depressing. I think, um, I think Owen might be right on that, that, that it's designed to demoralize that system because they know there's no more money. There's no more money for the police to stay on board with honor, you know, for their community. You know? There's no... There's, no, there's nothing left. So they have to... They're doing... They're doing with public education and the, the policing what they did first to the economy. They knew it's all falling. It's all debt. It's all just... It, all, it always breaks and then they either justify a new infusion and some sort of trick, you know? They invent money. You know, we've been using the Federal Reserve as an endless printing machine, a Xerox machine. It's like, forget printing, you're just copying, just making copies of money. Um, so just think about that except on the digital level. If you think, you know, if you think it's insane to print a bunch of you know, squares, green squares that are useless and valueless. If you think that's insane, wait until they do it with a digital where you don't even see the number of the, the debt. You don't even see the debt. You don't even look, you don't even operate with it at all. It's just compliance. You're just the straight up transition from uh, being a debt slave and knowing it being like, oh yeah, all this is in debt. I, I'm being born, I owe money just by being born. Once you realize that and then you go, oh, you know, then when it's all on a digital sort of crypto blockchain and you don't even see it, it's like you are the currency. You become the currency. Your behavior becomes the currency. That's why compliance, if behavior is a currency, Compliance is the ultimate uh, tool to control it. Like that's how you—that's your pocketbook. Whoever has, who can, whoever can 
maintain or convince people of the greatest magnitude of compliance owns the market share of the uh, of the currency and that these people know this they know schools are just daycare yeah they've always been I, I don't think it's a bad thing I think schools should be uh, public schools are total shit you know they don't teach you how to do shit they teach you how to memorize shit and they teach you how to believe that uh, you then need to borrow $300,000 to go to on a four-year party binge where you learn how to do a bunch of drugs and promiscuous sex and then you leave with an itchy dick and no job and then you're like what why did daddy tell me to go to Yale it's all gone it's all over it's gone the whole paradigm is over that bubble burst a long time ago even People were, I don't know how they still got people to take loans to go to college. The, there wasn't enough people talking about the, the uh, higher education bubble and how it's all useless. Um, but now it's very clear. A lot of things are clear. Um, people, we're seeing all the lies. We're seeing all everything that was fake. Even our, our culture that was just very material-based, uh, based in you know, worshiping idols and LeBron James and all these, you know, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> so cool, man. <laughs> Next on the show. <laughs> Let's shake hands. <laughs> I can't believe you just shook my hand. <laughs> we're calling this, we're calling this comedy late night. <laughs> and then that all goes away. And the irony, the sweet poetry in it is that, um, it took a massive lie to sh to reveal the lies. You know what I mean? Like the Karunka pandemic is the lie that actually revealed how fake everything actually was, including the currency, including everything we were, were trying to get to, you know? Um, so it's like a, it's a blessing, but it's just, it's, it is poetic though. It's like, and appropriate. I choose Amish, maybe. I mean, what would it take for me to be Amish? I just shave this mustache off. Just this section, I'm automatically Amish. Auto Amish. So worried for a kid's cult. You're only worried if you assume um, that things were supposed to stay the same as they were. You know what I mean? Like you're only worried if you're not taking the wheel and understanding that, um, you have to basically take charge of the, uh, of the path and that we've been so reliant on the government for so long. And then the corporation snuck in and they're like, Oh, we can, we can be a part of this too. And then you get the rhetoric from the Marxists, or like the your kids are the commun are part of our community, and that's actually true. That's what's such a weird uh, inversion trick with them is that they're they're like your kids belong to the community, and then you're like who's the community? And they're like are the bureaucrats that own the own all of the systems, and then but the truth is the the kids are a, a, 
not owned, but they are in the community. They are of the community. So you're like, where's the community? And then you look around and you like, you go buy a house and you're like, wait, is my, co is my community automatically just someone who also took a loan out and bought a house next to me? Is that what a community is? Who else is in this debt community? And then you realize, wow, people have been spoon feeding me what a, commu a community is and what it means. And um, it's really just a group of people who are consumers. It's a consumer community. Like, and then you're driven by who else shares your consumerist uh, tastes. And then you're like, I like that. I like, uh, we've got a great community of uh, Versace bag collectors. You know, it's a great meeting up with them. And then you're like, who, who, who's, who provides the food in the community? And you're like, Whole Foods? What do you mean? What do you mean? And then in the future, it's like, who provides the, your, your, uh, who provides your, um, your monthly rations? What do you mean, dude? Amazon delivers it. There's a drone that drops it off, dude. So this is what people are waking up to. And the, the worrisome is lingering. The, the truth is it took this kind of scenario to show you what the reality was. And if you saw the reality before this nonsense pandemic, you would have been just as worried. You should have been just as worried. And not all, not all of us can see all of it at the same time. And that's how, it, that's how they get away with shit, is that um, everybody fell for the there's a spider on your shoulder at the same time. And not everybody looked and assessed their shoulder and saw, oh, that's just a French tickler uh, CGI. Why am I wearing a mask? What? You know, and it just takes longer for some people to realize that there's not a spider on their shoulder. And then they have to see other people living it out. So that's another problem. Every, there's a lot of people who are just like, well, I'll just put my helmet on until this dies down. It's not dying down, you guys. There's no end to it. This is the new paradigm they're gonna keep shoving down your throat the same way they kept justifying uh, being in Iraq and other countries for 25 years. It's the same shit. They just rely on you to just be like compliant. So I'll just do the thing, just eat the feed and you know, just do it. Is America dead? No, only the concept of America that we were sold. Uh, America is, will be its people again. So America was not its people for a while and we were all just uh, numbers on a security exchange. And, uh, you know, and they used all these fancy legalese terms to make us not non-existent. And, uh, and then we just went and sold our, you know, outsourced our labor and what we make and wh why we value our hands. And, and that we, uh, we just basically outsourced it all. And so, you know, really specifically with men, it's like we are, our pride is in our productivity and what we can make and provide and how we can protect and lead. And when you remove that and you give it to little Chinese kids with tiny little hands, and then uh, you basically, when a man trades his 
masculinity, his labor, his sweat and blood, his risk for convenience, you remove the man. You remove the man. And so um, whatever concept that was that, you know, from the 60s on, that super ideological inversion project that worked pretty well, I might add, um, that's dead, but America's not dead. Because America, it's only dead if the people um, buy, buy the concept that America, um, you know, is baseball. America is the moon landing. America is these, these little episodic uh, narrative commercials we've been delivered year after year, decade after decade to construct some sort of weird whatever, some, it's almost like, it's like a porno, but for nations. It's like you're watching a porno, but it's the exaggerated state of, uh, of uh, national identity. And uh, that's not how people operate who are of the earth, you know, in the ground, salt of the earth. We want to work with our hands. That's where we get our value. You know, that's where we look after a day's working. We go, oh shit, I made that. Now it's feeding my kids, like stuff like that. So um, that is, uh, that the America is going to be outside of the major cities and it's not dead. It's not dead. It's actually a wonderful, beautiful opportunity. It'll probably be very historical, similar to like, you know, when the free, when the Masons, you know, wrote down all of our rights on a piece of paper. Anyway, I got to go early because uh, I took my lunch early. But uh, Michelle Obama's a dude. Um, that's something. How do we take out Gates? You don't need to take out Gates because he's just a he's just a scapegoat uh, face. You know what I mean? He's got his little plans, and they all require a bunch of people saying yes to them. Okay, he he's not going to use his little hands to hold you down. You know, so he's not winning. He's he's losing. It just they try to they have to make him look like he's winning. That's how you know he's losing. When they put him in front of the TV and he's in every interview and they don't ask him any hard questions, that means people aren't buying it. That doesn't mean people are buying it. So we have to stop this like concept. If we see it on mainstream, it's like, how did this guy get on mainstream? How how is how are they not? Ta- how are he getting away with it? He's not. He's not getting away with it. They're desperate. They use the media as their like. They try to control it through that. Through that's manufactured consent. You see the, the the dude with the sweater on the screen, and you see him in enough places. You're convinced that oh, it must be legitimate. People aren't buying that shit anymore. It's not legitimate. It's their pathetic way of upholding the magic trick. You know what I mean? It's like the media, like there's a magician, right, on stage, and the media is like the girl that they call up on stage to hold the coin, you know, like to hold the thing, to prop up the joke, to prop up the the trick. That's what the media does. You know, and the, and then the, the, the dumb people in the audience who are looking at the magic trick, they're just like, she's a magician too. She, she's a... 
she she was good. She was good. And you're just, it's just all fake. It's all just a presentation. It's like fishing. Presentation. It doesn't work. So that's the good news. Gates is super gay, too. You know? I need proof about the Michelle Obama transgender theory. She wrote a book, Becoming Michelle. How much more evidence do you need? They tell you exactly what they're doing. The book should have been called How I Cut My Dick Off, yo. Actually, I don't think, I think she still might have it. Yeah, I think she's, she definitely has it. That ain't my, you didn't do that. How, you know, my, my wife, Michael, she just wrote a book, bestseller. How, how she becoming Michelle. And I'm like, you didn't do that. You didn't become Michelle on your own. You know? It's like, I was there. Malia was there. The other daughter that I have, that I'm not sure of the name, she was there. You didn't do that. You didn't tuck your own dick. I helped you out. Every morning. Anyway, I gotta go. See ya!